Let's take off, baby. Let's just drive, honey, into the night sky, to the sunset shine, into the day, baby. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling. This is Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. At holiday time, there's nothing like seeing a seasonal favorite movie, especially when you get to watch it up north in a Hallmark Channel setting like the Hotel Walloon. The Muskegon Luge Adventure Sports Park is set to host your family for a cold and cool time. And winter does offer plenty of other ways to enjoy Michigan's outdoors. One of them is a drive-through and walk-through nighttime holiday display featuring hundreds of classic and antique cars. We travel Michigan next, where your trip begins at michigan.org. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling. Welcome to Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. It's great to be back with you again this week as we talk about the various things you should be seeing and doing all throughout the state of Michigan at this time of year. Here we are. It's holiday season time. The snow has finally started to fall here and there, and and it's starting to stick up north. I'm really happy about that myself, and we're told it's going to get super cold pretty soon. I am okay with that. I know a lot of people aren't. I understand that, but let's enjoy winter as much as we can, and one way we can enjoy it is by getting out there and doing some fun, unique things. And we're going to start out today's program with a unique, fun thing to do. We're going to head up to the Walloon Lake area. This is um, kind of uh, the Boyne City area, I guess you could say. But maybe Emily Emmett can uh, can actually give us a little more specific details of where we are because we're going to find out what's happening at the Hotel Walloon. Emily, it's great to have you in the program. Well, thank you, Dave. It's great to be here. Now, now tell me a little bit about Walloon Lake. Just describe Walloon Lake, and then we'll, we'll talk about the hotel as well. Perfect. Sounds wonderful. Yeah, Walloon Lake is, um, I always say we're kind of the hidden gem of the area. We are situated about 15 minutes south of Petoskey and about 10 minutes north of Boyd City. Um, so, again, we're just kind of this little... Um, little tucked in area. Walloon Lake is absolutely beautiful. Um, it is known for its um, vastness um, and its blue waters in the summertime. It's beautiful. In the wintertime, uh, it you know gets ice covered. And again, it's just this really beautiful lake in the middle of just kind of a small cozy area. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, Hemingway country. And a lot of people who think about the Walloon Lake area might think about Ernest Hemingway and how he spent his summers up there and Spent a lot of time uh, right near where the hotel is. Exactly, yes. We actually um, have a, we call it the Village Green Park. Um, it's about a half a block from the hotel. And we just erected a statue of Hemingway um, last year um, in honor of him and his history in this area. How cool. Well, I've been meaning to get up to Hotel Walloon. I cannot tell you how many times I've tried to fit it into the schedule, but I'm going to get up there because I've heard really great comments about the beautiful Hotel Walloon. I've seen it online. I've seen it on social media and such. It just looks spectacular. It is. You know, I've been here for uh, seven and a half years since we opened, um, and it is just an amazing hotel. 
um, it, you know, beautiful. We're all about, you know, the details. Um, luxury boutique is how we describe it. So, um, yeah, it's just an amazing property, 32 rooms, so it's nice and intimate for our guests. Um, and again, it's, it's all about the details. We try to think of everything that every, you know, guest could ever want um, while they are here to stay. Yeah. Um, uh, now, uh, how many floors is Hotel Walloon and how many rooms do you have? So it's only three floors, which is really nice. Um, again, that small, intimate feeling. Um, but we have 32 rooms total, ranging from, you know, your standard rooms to kind of a mini suite to a two-bedroom suite is our largest room. So we've got a little bit of everything for couples up to families. Yeah. Um, now, would you describe it as a bed and breakfast or are you a... a, a how do you describe the, the property? Yeah, like I say, I, we consider ourselves a luxury boutique um, hotel. So um, a little bit more than a bed and breakfast. Yes, we are small like that. But um, again, it is that hotel feel where we, you know, will take care of everything, do everything for you. Um, but we've got all the amenities that you could, you know, want. Um, so, yeah, it, like I say, luxury boutique hotel. And, and does it have uh, meal availability as well on property? So on property, we don't have a restaurant. We've got two in the village, but we always have food available for our guests. Um, so in the morning, we do small breakfast items like muffins, scones, hard-boiled eggs, yogurts, juices, parfaits, things like that. Um, and then we do snacks and goodies, fresh fruit during the day, and then we do hors d'oeuvres in the evening, and then we do a dessert service as well, and that is all nice. here on property. Ah, oh, sounds perfect. And, and you know, I do know the area. It is so beautiful up there any time of the year. And when the snow is on the ground, it's picture perfect. It's absolutely beautiful at Hotel Walloon. Now, you're doing some special things right now. I know you're showing some Christmas movies at mm -hmm. the Telcut. Tell us about that. Yeah, so that is part of our Christmas uh, in Walloon weekend that's happening in December 9th and 10th. Um, so we have a whole weekend planned for guests to come. We've got Santa coming. We are doing, um, as you said, uh, movies in our Talcott for um, families to come and, and people to just come and enjoy. We're doing um, gingerbread house making. We're doing a cocktail hour. So it's, it's all kind of scheduled around just Christmas for everybody to come and enjoy and now what are the movies that are going to be shown um we are showing the polar express and elf i believe oh fantastic i like them both uh, very different as well so yeah lots of fun to be had uh, now um uh, people uh will need to uh, obviously get their rooms very quickly uh, where how do they do that where do they go so the best thing would be to call us here at the hotel um, so that way we can give them pricing and availability. Um, they can go online as well um, and look at our, um, our pages there. We've got, you know, tabs that have what um, different weekends we have. And it's, like I say, it's called Christmas in Walloon is the weekend that we have. But like I said, the best way would be to call the hotel um, and talk to somebody here direct. And I know you do special events year round. So if you can't make it for the uh, movie weekend, this coming weekend, there are all those other activities that you're gonna be offering up um, year round at Hotel Walloon as well. The website to learn more is hotelwalloon.com. Check that out. You're gonna be really impressed. I know you'll love it. HotelWalloon.com. I want to thank Emily Emmett for being with us today. We're going to uh, continue to talk about the various things you're going to want to see and do this season by going to the Muskegon Luge Park next. 
here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org. Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan, and we get to talk a little bit about winter again, and you know how much I love to do that. And and before you know it, we're going to be looking for, yes, those downhill skiing things, uh, places where you can do some really cool adventurous things like dog sledding and ice climbing. But for most of us, we're going to want to do kind of that, um, you know, not so crazy stuff. Uh, and there's a place you can do that in West Michigan in the Lower Peninsula that is pretty awesome. That, get this, provides an opportunity for you to do something really exciting as well. So let's head over to the Muskegon Luge Adventure Sports Park. I need to say it slowly because it's changed its name recently. And let's bring in Jim Rudisell. He is the executive director of the Muskegon Luge Adventure Sports Park. Jim, thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Dave. Great to be here and excited about the upcoming winter. Well, of course, uh, you've been working a lot during the off-season, making the Adventure Park a true adventure park. You know, I've always thought about that park as being a luge track park that offers all these other cool things that are a little milder. But uh, you just keep on adding some really cool things. So let's first get to kind of the milder things that you'll be able to do later on this winter in Muskegon at the Adventure Park. Can we talk a little bit about things like ice skating and cross-country skiing? Tell us what you have there. Absolutely. Uh, we pride ourselves in being able to provide outdoor recreation facilities that get folks out in the winter time and now uh, in a year-round format. But in the winter, uh, our cross-country ski trails, our ice skating trails, and our snowshoe trails are that milder winter sport activity that uh, you mentioned. and. Um, you know, our, we have two acres of outdoor ice skating space, um, all outside underneath the stars at night and under the sun during the day. And uh, we also have a quarter mile ice skating trail that's attached to that rink. So um, just, a, a, just a destination in itself uh, to come out and skate that ice skating uh, trail through the woods. Uh, it's about a 10 foot wide path that uh, meanders through the forest. and. Um, you know, we, we, we prepare these ice surfaces with the cooperation uh, solely from Mother Nature. So always check our website before you come out at msports.org. But uh, we resurface the ice every night. Uh, crews work throughout the night and we just have this amazing sheet of ice that you're not going to find anywhere else, um, you know, in, in a natural setting uh, such as Muskegon State Park. Yeah, Jim, I actually can't think of any other place that offers skating that as you described meanders <laughs> through the woods that's a really good description because it's not a straight track as you would normally think of and it's not a big you know hockey skating surface this is a trail that winds through the woods is it lighted as well at nighttime it is it is it's <clears throat> it's lit every night as well as our main ice skating rinks where you can actually play some pickup hockey on the uh, the, the main rinks but if you want that you know, more intimate experience through the woods, you know, uh, the skate trail is for you. And uh, you can, it's wide enough, you can skate si side by side with a, a skating partner. And, um, you know, it's just a truly uh, unique and intimate experience in the, in the woods there. 
really is. It's, it's such a cool <clears throat> thing. And, and, of course, you add on all the other things there are to see and do there. <clears throat> Before we get off skating for a second, um, do you have skates for rental there, or do people have to bring their own skates? Great question. Yes, we do. We carry both figure skates and hockey skates. Uh, we carry uh, the Rydell line, which is a, a, a warm, insulated uh, ice skate, so your uh, feet can stay warm while you're out enjoying those uh, crisp winter days. Yeah, really a cool thing to do. Now, and again, before we get off skating, we did mention the hockey uh, surface. You know how difficult it is to find ice space for any kind of uh, play on uh, a hockey arena. So here you can be outside. Uh, and is that really mostly for pickup hockey or just for kind of general you know, skating around? Uh, it's a little of both. So we have um, you know, areas kind of cordoned off for uh, uh, pond hockey. Uh, we don't use full-size nets. We use uh, the uh, pond hockey goals, which are like a four-by-four four, uh, configuration on the ground, so it yeah. keeps the puck low. And uh, you know, it's uh, you can pretty much show up anytime and and jump in, uh, you know, and pick up a game with uh, uh, the the folks that are out there. They kind of throw their sticks in the middle every half hour and uh, pick your teams and go. So. Um, and then there's, you know, ice skating. Uh, you can skate the perimeter of those if you're just out um, not playing hockey. And a new addition this year we're excited to announce is that we've just purchased nine ice bikes. And if you don't know what an ice bike is, it's a um, bike specially designed for uh, use on an ice surface and uh, some studded tires, kind of a metal frame. Uh, uh, really popular in Canada, and uh, we're excited to, to be, I think, the first in Michigan, at least as I know, um, to, to offer the, the ice bikes. Um, and those will be for rent um, as well this winter, where we're just waiting the arrival. We put in the order just a few weeks ago. So wow, that, fun that's activity. pretty awesome. So those ice bikes, is that specifically made to ride like on a hockey surface of ice, or is that it to is. be anywhere? Nope, just on the ice surfaces. Wow. And uh, we also have... Um, uh, an accessible bike, uh, more of a Saray style, so a person with a disability can come out and, and take advantage. We also have skate sledges, um, hockey sledges, if you will, um, for uh, folks that may, um, you know, uh, have a disability that prevents them from um, uh, skating traditionally. So all of our activities, we have some kind, of, some form of accessibility that um, folks can participate. Whether it's using our tracks chair, um, you know, on the on the cross country ski trails or. Uh, a sit and ski or the sit and skate. I love the way you thought about that. Uh, what a what an excellent move uh, on your your behalf and and for everybody to be welcome there. It's really quite thoughtful. Now uh, before we get into the luge, which of course is the uh, you know the star of the attraction there, I do want to talk about cross country skiing. What kind of trails do you have there? Uh, we groom for both classical and skate skiing techniques and we have three miles of lighted cross-country ski trails nothing else like it in michigan uh, these lighted trails meander through the forest of um, the critical dune area of muskegon state park so there's a lot of flatland um, uh, for a lot of the lighted areas but we do have some advanced trails that are unlit but uh, there's a little something for everybody on those trails and when we talk about Cross-country skiing, there are two forms, and I mentioned, you know, we have our classic, which is your traditional diagonal um, back and forth, you know, skiing within the track that we set, and then we have skate skiing, and we, um, and that's a wider uh, corduroyed um, surface that uh, folks can practice and um, partake in the um, skating technique, and, um, you know, just a quick YouTube um, search, you can and learn um, 
you know, a how-to on both classic and skate skiing techniques. And we rent equipment uh, for both of those activities uh, right at our sports lodge. And, um, you know, we wax and take care of those skis. And uh, we have uh, the latest and greatest in cross-country ski equipment for um, participants to come out and use. Just a fantastic. I mean, it's such a great facility. <laughs> and, you know, we only have about a minute to talk about the luge. You know, that's, that's the big attraction there. I know you offer classes. You offer all the equipment. And it's quite a thing. Yeah, our Learn to Luge experience, there's really nothing else like it in the United States. Um, uh, you know, we are designed specifically for uh, uh, introducing folks to the sport of luge. We don't, um, you know, have Olympic tryouts or anything at our facility, but we are truly a grassroots uh, luge track where folks can come out, uh, learn uh, the sport. Uh, we have coaches out there that uh, teach um, in about a 10-minute class, and then we have you on the track. And it's a group, we do a new session every two and a half hours, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. And um, you and your new um, 30 closest friends will um, take part in that class and then um, get to slide and then also have a race at the end of your session <laughs> and with a um, uh, true to the Olympic spirit medal ceremony um, at the end of your session. So. <laughs> Uh, such a, a, a great opportunity. You know, M Michigan's fortunate to have two tracks. There's a track in Marquette, Michigan, and Nagani there um, on Lucy Hill. And, um, you know, we're, I, I would say that we are the epicenter of luge in the United States for, uh, you know, folks to get out and try the sport. Yeah, Jim, I finally got up to that track last winter, had a blast. It was a yeah. lot of fun. And uh, it's, a, it's a straighter uh, track than your, uh, your track that kind of... Uh, goes back and forth quite a bit, but still a lot of fun. All of this is at the Muskegon Luge Adventure Sports Park. This is at the Muskegon State Park. And for more information, go to msports.org. Thanks to Jim for being with us today. We're going to talk cars next here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org. Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. There are so many cool things to see and do at wintertime here in Pure Michigan. It's one of the great advantages of living in a four-season environment where we do get real winters. Sometimes it, th that winter kind of comes and goes, comes and goes until it sticks for the year. But uh, that's why it's really cool to think about museums as one of the things you might want to see and do at this time of the year. You just never know. Are you going to be able to depend on that snow? You know what I mean? So uh, I'll tell you what. I have a great idea for you and the entire family. And before you get some ideas in your head, you don't have to be a big-time car enthusiast to enjoy a place like the Gilmore Car Museum in the, uh, the quintessential cute town of uh, Hickory Corners, if you can believe that. If I can even call it a town. I don't know if I can. Uh, but let's bring in uh, a friend of ours who's going to tell us more. Uh, Josh Russell is from the Gilmore Car Museum. So, Josh, is Hickory Corners a real town, or is or are you guys it? No, it is a town. There's a uh, there's a, a post office and everything. It's it's quite <laughs> small, but uh, um, I would say we're. We're certainly one of the uh, the larger attractions in the greater Hickory Corners area, but yeah, we're just up the road from uh, from Kalamazoo, uh, Michigan, about 15, 20. 
Yep. Uh, and in fact, I do know um, that little town, but you know, I was just kind of wondering if that really is Hickory Corners or if that's something else. So good to know. Uh, now, tell us, what can we expect at this time of the year when we come to Gilmore Car Museum? So this time of the year uh, at the Gilmore Car Museum, uh, we're open uh, every day um, to the public. The majority of our buildings and barns are all open. So the, the interior of the uh, the museum is is open and available to guests, but it's special right now because um, the entire campus uh, outside and inside is decorated for our um, winter wonderland drive-through and walk-through holiday lights spectacular. So it's a um, uh, outdoor holiday lights experience. You can drive your own car through or go for a ride in one of the classic cars from the museum's collection um, to see an animated outdoor lights display across all of our barns and two and a half miles of driving roads on our 90 acre campus. And then inside, every single gallery is decorated for the holidays. There's Christmas trees, lights, and uh, we have Santa Claus here. And then uh, Christmas through the decades exhibits, um, which show what you know, uh, living rooms had looked like from the uh, each decade, essentially, from the early 1900s all the way up to the 1990s with the popular uh, decorations, um, uh, trees, uh, gifts, toys, um, televisions, radios, that sort of thing from each era. Well, Josh, I'm, I'm trying to imagine what that's like, because I know uh, the size of your campus. It is immense. You know, you have, you know, all these barns and now newer buildings that are designed to look like, uh, you know, either showrooms or or facilities from various brand uh, car makers from yeah, back you, in the day. It's you're incredible. absolutely right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So we do have um, uh, late 1800s and early 1900s uh, big red barns mm-hmm. that are kind of a, a trademark here that uh, um, have been either moved on site or built uh, on site. And um, then we do have, uh, like you had said, our our Model A museum is an early nineteen, uh, early nineteen, late nineteen twenties, early nineteen thirties brick Ford dealership. The Cadillac LaSalle Museum is a nineteen forty nine Cadillac dealership with a curved glass front window and uh, kind of that nineteen forties modern style architecture. So, um, yeah, it's it's really neat uh, to be able to go through and see that, and then to have them decorated for for the holidays and with all the lights and everything, it just kind of adds to the experience for our guests. Now, now, typically, of course, when you come to Gilmore Car Museum, you've got that big parking lot there and you would park there, you'd walk in and then you'd walk from building to building, barn to barn, um, display to display. You'd, you'd spend a lot of time in each of these buildings because you have a lot of cars and a lot of displays. But at least now through the end of the year, there's this opportunity to drive through, and you you kind of have um, kind of an oval drive through in the kind of the middle, the center of your campus there. So is that that we get to drive through that area and then look at the display from our car? Yeah, that's correct. You can drive through that area, and I said, like I said before, or ride. You can do both. You can choose to ride in like a you know 1931 Ford Model A Woody wagon, or our uh, Checker taxi cab, or our '63 Cadillac convertible, or our '60 uh, our '66 uh, Lincoln convertible. And we had a '38 Packard that we were giving rides in the other night. So we rotate vehicles each night. So part of the experience is also, if you'd like, for you and your family to to ride through in a in a vintage car 
um, uh, through the campus to see everything. So there are the driving roads to, that, that are marked off to, to drive through and see the lights display, but you can still walk through and walk to much of the campus and um, many of those buildings and barns to go inside and see the, the displays and the exhibits and all the vehicles um, uh, inside as well. And, and yeah. one of oh. them, oh, sorry, uh, one of them is the, uh, um, the carriage house barn, and that just happens to have an inflatable maze in it, holiday inflatables. Oh. So for the young kids, they can walk through the inflatable maze. Josh, I just have to say, I love this idea because, you know, these days, considering gas and costs and everything, we don't drive to these various, you know, light displays and communities like we used to. I mean, everybody used to do that, everybody. But today, it's, you know, not as likely to be happening. But it does remind me of back in the day when I was growing up and my parents would drive us kids through various communities in our old car just to have that feeling of being able to ride around in a Packard or something like that. That just sounds like a great idea. It, it really is a delight for guests, um, and uh, we get all kinds of positive feedback. I give lots of rides all season long, and along with some of our volunteers. And, and what's really neat about it is uh, for many folks, uh, even one of our vehicles that we give rides through the lights in is a 1989 Chevrolet Caprice Estate Wagon. And me personally, my stepmom had the exact same car, and my brother and I you know, rode to uh, – to, to, to Christmas dinner at uh, our great aunt's house, you know, in the back, the, the rear facing back seat of that station wagon. So what's wild is when, when you have guests from different generations um, and, and multi-generational families, you know, people get really excited to climb in these cars and have the experience and ride through and talk about, you know, your, you know, your grandmother had a car just like this, yeah. or your great grandfather had a car just like this. And it's what we rode to Thanksgiving and to Christmas dinner in, right? And, and that is a really neat part of the experience that kind of brings it full circle and gives people uh, an opportunity to, uh, to, to get the experience in some of these cars and enjoy the campus here. Spectacular idea, but that's what you guys are known for. Uh, for people who have never been to the Gilmore Car Museum before, can you kind of give us a little uh, virtual walkthrough of some of the displays and some of these big, beautiful barns and buildings? Sure. I, you know, as you mentioned, it, it looks like a giant horse farm when you arrive. It's really got the, you know, the white fences around it. There's beautiful green spaces and um, on a big 90-acre campus. And then there are all these, as, as we talked about, the barns and dealership buildings in our brick uh, heritage center building it looks like a kind of a 1920s um, uh, craftsman style uh, architecture and structure. Um, but inside, once you walk in, like right now, as you come to the heritage center, we've got um, our main gallery is Corvettes. So it's every uh, Corvette from C1 to C8 from 1953 to current um, and really spectacular display of very special uh, Corvettes in the main gallery. And then as you walk into the next room, you go into the 20s and 30s gallery. And so you see um, uh, Auburns and Duesenbergs and, and, uh, and, and early Chryslers and um, really neat cars from that era. Then you walk into the next room and it's the 1950s and 1960s gallery. So you see the 50s and 60s cars and uh, a Chrysler turbine car uh, from the 60s. And adjacent to that is a muscle car museum. And, and so you have a muscle car gallery and it's all muscle cars in there. And as you go through then from Franklin to Lincoln to Model A to every different room, every different building has a different exhibit in it. And uh, there's so much to see. We actually are the largest car museum in North America with um, 400 cars and motorcycles on display. 
Yeah, you, you know, you could spend, I mean, seriously, I could spend an entire day in just one of those buildings. And I've done that kind of at times, uh, you know, going through that muscle car exhibit, for instance. I think the last time I was there, I think I spent all my time there. I just love that era. And in the fact that, that you do show um, decades worth of muscle cars in there, not just, you know, from the 50s, 60s or whatever you might perceive as, as personifying that that niche of uh, of auto. It's it's really a spectacular place, a place that people will, will love. Now, um, only a few seconds, Josh, but are any meal opportunities at this time of year? Yes, absolutely. Um, we, we have a 1941 uh, diner, um, an original um, uh, an original diner that uh, was built in New Jersey, lived most of its life in Meriden, Connecticut, and then was brought here to the Gilmore Car Museum campus about 10 years ago and restored. And so we serve food out of that all summer long, but it is open for uh, winter wonderland for the night. So wow. you can get, you can get, uh, um, you know, hot dogs and, and, uh, and soups and sweet treats and, and all of that. It's an incredible place. It's the Gilmore Car Museum. The website is gilmorecarmuseum.org. And our thanks to Josh Russell for being with us today. We're going to head to Pentwater next here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org. Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan, and here we get to talk about uh, some really cool things that you can see and do in Michigan in small town America. You know, quite often we will talk about our shopping experiences that we have in our bigger cities or in malls, and those are really great. I mean, we are really blessed to have some really cool uh, malls some great uh, discount malls available all over the place. And that's a fun experience. I enjoy that at this time of the year, getting some great deals on, on really great big brands. But there's something special about going to small towns in Michigan and finding what you can see and do for shopping and dining and all that. Gets me thinking about uh, one of my favorite little small towns in West Michigan called Pentwater. When I was little, my family would go to Pentwater about every other year, we would go to Ludington and Pentwater, and we would spend uh, our summer vacations there. And then we'd go there occasionally at other times of the year as well. And of course, now that I've uh, I've gotten older and and have an opportunity to to explore a lot of towns all around the state, I've really grown to appreciate the small towns that we have just about everywhere. One of them being Pentwater. Let's find out what's happening there today by bringing in Chris Conroy. She's from the Downtown Development Authority in a beautiful little Pentwater. And, and Chris, if you were to describe Pentwater as it is today at this time of year, how would you describe Pentwater? I would describe Pentwater as um, ready to welcome you to come and visit our, our town. We have the streets lined with decorations. All of our shops have a movie theme uh, decor. In fact, we ran a contest uh, this past weekend and um, all of the merchants participating um, really went over the top. So it would be really fun to come and see the window decorations, kind of like we used to do um, when we used to go to Macy's or Marshall Fields in Chicago. And 
we have our own little version of that. And each shop has unique and delectable goodies. Each of our restaurants are um, open and, and ready to serve while you're taking a break from your shopping. Um, even if you want to catch a football game, um, we have um, over 20 participants that are excited to welcome you every Friday, Saturday uh, during the month of December with our Christmas in the Village program. And particularly um, on December the 3rd, we've got an ugly sweater day. And if you wear in your ugly sweater, you'll get a discount or a, a unique gift from that shop. On December the 10th, we have a cookie stroll, which is a, a really fun fundraiser for our high school student council from 12 to 4 p.m. The, the cookie stroll includes, for a $40 donation, a uniquely designed canvas bag designed by Jilly of Jilly Gallery, who hmm. is the director of the Christmas in the Village program this year. And you, you can stroll from uh, um, street to street collecting a cookie at each hmm. of the participating merchants. There are 21 merchants participating, and we have a, um, that, that will be running from 12 to 4, and it will be really a, a fun event. Also on December 17th, we have horse-drawn wagon, and that's going to run on the 17th from 3.30 till 6.30, and on the 18th from noon until 3.00. So that's Saturday and Sunday, the 17th and 18th, horse-drawn wagon through the village of Pentwater. And when we have snow, it looks like a little um, snow globe. Yeah, I, 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 would, I would say the same thing. That, that's kind of what, what I think of when I think of Pentwater and a lot of our little towns, that, that um, especially when there's snow on the ground, you just have that kind of quintessential small-town America feel that everybody loves to enjoy at this time of the year as you're shopping or, you know, preparing for the holidays. Uh, it's a really cool place. Uh, now, if you were to go there during your uh, Christmas in the village uh, activity, which goes what through the basically through Christmas. Correct through the weekend before Christmas, right? Uh, nice. So if you go there, you you talked about this movie theme that's in your your window fronts. Are, are we talking Christmas movies? Any kind of movies? They are Christmas movies. So, um, for instance, Storybook Village has Polar Express. And, in fact, Christmas, our Storybook Village has uh, a whole host of activities going on each weekend, including um, story time, um, Santa, uh, cook, a cookie for, for Santa uh, story time will be 11 o'clock every Saturday, the 10th, the, the 17th, and even on the 24th. Um, and I should also say, even on the 31st, Storybook Village is a wonderful shop that um, you're, you could bring in your children or find that unique grandchild, child um, gift that really is, um, can only be found in, in Pentwater unless you're willing to go to Europe. Barb yeah. Sims does a great job of um, supplying children, 
children's books and games and activities to get well, well, kids off of. And, you know, sorry. speaking of children, um, I, I would suppose uh, Santa Claus is going to be there eventually uh, where kids can sit with Santa Claus and tell Santa Claus what they want for the holiday. Absolutely. In fact, Santa arrived here last sa uh, Saturday, uh, was given an escort by our fire department, and will be appearing at the Penwater Library every Saturday at 10 o'clock. Very nice. Uh, uh, now, you mentioned that, that most of the stores are open till 7. Is that seven days a week? Or, you know, it's a small town. I don't know if, you, you open, if the stores are often open on Sundays. Yeah, they're, they're uh, committed to Friday, Saturday, and um, some Sunday for all of the participants that are um, that are in the program. And I'd be happy to run through a list of who those are, because many well, of those... Yeah, why don't you kind of fill us in on, on some of the, the key stores that are, are taking part in this. Okay, so uh, we have t over 20 on our nice list um, that will be offering some hmm. holiday cheers. We have... Jilly's Gallery and its unique um, unique art gifts. Um, she works with driftwood and she works with glass. She was a participant in the art prize um, and actually a, a, a 2D winner and um, beautiful uh, uh, work that she has there. Painted Frog Art Studio offers art classes, has really unique um, gift bags of um, art gifts that you can give for uh, somebody to make their own scarf or painting. Hmm. Um, Let's Be Quilty will be open and has uh, classes as well to make that unique gift if you are so inclined. Olwick Post has a variety of gifts and special coffees. Um, Craze is a um, apparel and home decor uh, store that has an amazing assortment of items. Studio 161, again, um, amazing variety of custom-made Christmas items. Well, it sounds like you, you have a, a good variety of just about everything from, you know, gift ideas or... Um, you know, things for foodies, a little bit for everybody. I love that, that, that you have all that great variety. And, and I know there are some really great restaurants and such that you can enjoy while you're there as well. So it's a time to head for Pentwater. Enjoy that uh, Christmas in the Village activity as well. Uh, the website is pentwater.org. Very easy. Our thanks to Chris Conroy for being with us today. And I can't believe it, but our time has run out. So we'll talk to you next week here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at Michigan.org. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling.